While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy, and as always, Marcus Farrow is here with me. Nope. It's here he you. is. Here he is. Um, we believe Scott Lang will be in in a little bit. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Scott <laughs> is Scott, you know, but he'll be here. Yeah. Um, no, I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to to uh, our having our first guest back, uh, Scott Lang. It's it's his anniversary of his first show. It's the anniversary of, yes. of our first show as well. Yeah. So, um, guys, look, I know probably a lot of you right now, Max and I talked about it off the air, are probably tuned to your television set watching this video, and I get that. Um, and we're going to talk about it. Marcus and I are watching it as well. Um, there's a lot of other things going on. I, I, I don't think I have to say this to my audience, um, but obviously this is a horrendous crime. The facts are look like they're all right there on videotape, um, but it has no reflection on our local police, um, and any more than it has any reflection on on any of us in general. Um, it, this is a Memphis problem; they have to deal with it. Uh, looks like they are dealing with it. Um, we, I think, we have a proud history around here of not overreacting um, on both sides of the law. So let, let's just keep that in mind. This looks like a horrendous crime of human rights. Um, that's an American citizen being killed by an armed agent of the government. All right. I hope that's what my, how my conservative friends look at this. Those are armed agents of the government killing an American citizen. Yeah. That, that's the only way to look at it. Now, are, are, there, are there other circumstances involved? Yeah, but look, at the end of the day, there's a dead man, and it, it sounds like, it's not like he had a gun, even a fake gun, um, which sometimes a very tragic way. You see these stories where someone has a, has a, literally has a fake gun, and the police think it's real, as they should, and, and they, they react. It doesn't look like we have any of those circumstances here. Those police officers who are on this videotape, they're already in custody. They've been indicted, haven't they? They've been they? indicted, they've been arrested. Mm -hmm. The system, as flawed as it can be, is working. Um we will, we will certainly learn more, um, but I would just ask that all of us, think about it, that there's no reflection between these cops, police officers here, armed agents of the government, killing our fellow American, and the guy who might pull you over, you know, at 8.30 at night for going too fast tonight. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey. I'm with you on that. Um, you know, our prayers are with the, the people in... Uh, in the uh, Memphis and all that, but um, Marcus, uh, let's be positive and talk about the great police officers that we have here in the in the Northeast 
uh, in particular in New Bedford. Mark, you're a great article about the um, pink turgeon. Oh, yeah. Montigny. Right. Yeah, um, so just for people who, just a brief recap for people who may not have heard or, or read the piece, you can find it on WBSM.com. Senator Montigny had started a pilot program back in 2018 that um, would, uh, you know, to um, fund uh, for grant funding for uh, mental health access for police, uh, for police officers in Massachusetts. It was a hundred, he secured $100,000 in funding. That is now uh, up to a million dollars. That was recently announced by the Healy Driscoll administration. So great work by, um, by Mr. Turgeon and uh, and Senator Montigny. So um, Barry, so I, I had a, I've had a conversation through this whole process with with both Mark and and, and um, uh, Hank Turgeon. Of course, they're both good friends of mine, as, as they are of yours as well, Marcus. So um, this actually came about, and we'll we'll eventually get Senator Montigny in here to talk more about it. But um, his schedule is fluid, obviously. But um, and Hank is obviously a hard guy to nail down as well. So they need him on the streets. So. Um, this actually came about because those two guys who were friends for a long, long time had a disagreement over a policy issue, which then led to a heated discussion, which then led to a tremendous outcome, okay, with Hank talking about what, it's, you know, what, what goes on with police. Um, I'm not talking out of school when I tell you Hank's brother killed himself, who was a police officer. Um, and, you know, we have some wonderful ads that run here on WBSM that say, don't make that decision, right? You you can never come back from making a decision like that. And as Hank has told me repeatedly, it's okay to not be all right. It's okay to not be okay, all right? When you're having issues, when you're having mental health issues, when, um, as I used to tell my audience before I took my vacation with, with COVID, um, when a police officer pulls you over, if they're a little, what I call over-caffeinated, right? If they're getting a little, a little aggressive, they're a little out of line, and it does happen. Just think about what they might have just seen. They pull you over speeding. They just left a car accident scene on the highway where a guy killed his whole family, right? Or a guy killed his whole family. Yeah. And Chris, what's his primary job in us is for both of us to go home safely to our families. Absolutely. Absolutely, Barry. And and look, we've all run into the to to cops who are having a bad day. We all have. We were usually having a bad day. We might have triggered it. They might have, who knows, right? I, we, but I can tell you that my interactions with the police, I've had some ex- bad experiences, not not Memphis bad. But you look, you, you got to look at the situation in, in, in its entirety. Um, I've been pulled over for speeding before because I was driving like a jackass. And I was going way too fast. And the cop said to me, you know how many people I see your age who are dead? You know, this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm pulling you over. Not because I want to give you a ticket, but because I don't want you to kill yourself and somebody else, and most importantly, somebody else. So police officers see horrible things all the time. They might have just left a scene where someone's... All right, all right look. Look at this case in Cohasset. The guy says, I don't know where my wife is. The police are there asking him. They're out there looking for the wife. He knows where she is. She's in the CMAS facility being cremated. Because he killed her. Right. Right? Look at that woman, uh, again, in Duxbury. She she, well, she well, murdered her children. Sure. The police are horrified. Yeah. So so my point is that that's the that's what, what Hank was talking about in the Antigone bill, um, is, to, is, to, is to try to help police cope with the stresses that they have at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no and, excuses. And, and, this and, is not an excuse for anything. Marcus, if you could, not to cut you off, because I know Marcus is going to have to hold me here soon. But... um. 
if you could, Marcus, if you could tell us where we could donate to, uh, to that cause yeah, as a private entity, I'd like to know that. Number one, number two, your your next guest coming on, big advocate of the police union, uh, yes. Ian Abreu. We talked about these people. I know uh, Hugh Dunn was. And if there was, if you look at other uh, parts of the country, um, you know, they, they have school districts. And then if your kid goes to school, you pay for that school bill. Um, if there was a way for me personally, I know a lot of your listening audience, if there was a way that we could pay extra tax for extra cops on the job and give them the tools they need and the contracts that they need. Like a public safety district. Like a plus one on my tax bill. Like a public safety district, like they have in Dartmouth for the firefighters. Absolutely. Wow, that's a great, a that's a very interesting idea. Barry. On my tax bill, yeah. I would I would donate another three, four, five hundred bucks just to, because they need these tools and it's ridiculous. Uh, they don't get what they need, and uh, you know, again, yeah, we've all been pulled over. Uh, it, it it sucks when you're on the other side of it, yes. but uh, you know, I've been I've been taught when you get pulled over, you put the palms of your right. hand on the uh, on your steering wheel so they can see your hands, and we both go home safely to our our, our, our children and our, and our families. So right. yeah, kudos to you, Marcus and Chris for doing everything, Hank. And if there's a way that you can advertise where we can give to uh, those causes, I I for one. Actually, I, I, I have a coffee cup right here on my desk. Yeah. Yep. I, I give Just a, roll the uh, money through, up. Through, <laughs> yep. Through Prince Henry Society, uh, we yeah. give a scholarship. I, we call it the Everyday Hero Scholarship, and it goes to a son or daughter uh, of a first responder. It could be a cop, a firefighter, whatever, you know. But but if I could pay a plus one on my tax bill that would go to that, I, I would do that in a minute for these guys. They deserve it. I, I You know, Barry, I think that's a, a very... Um, interesting idea that probably someone like Ian Abreu would have to take it up uh, to create a public safety district. You know, so for instance, from one border to the next, um, if it's, there's a plus on the income tax to, to add police, that's a very interesting idea, Barry. I think it's even easier than that. I think it's just a, a little blank spot that you want to give extra money. Oh, to like a voluntary. Oh, that's very interesting. You, go. you know what I mean? Like right now, the way you can pay the higher income tax on your state income tax when you, when you do it in April. Yep. I think I think it's an easy deal, and I think that people are sick and tired of, of the crime, and that they, there's only one way to solve that, and that's to give the cops what they need. Yep. From yep. your Mark, lips to God's ears. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Thanks Barry. Barry. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. Um, 508-996-0500. So, um, it's Friday, right? It is Friday. Okay. So, the... Um, w- Marcus, I I, I want to direct people's attention to uh, because we're gonna we're gonna cover a lot of things tonight. All right, yeah, we'll be till ten o'clock. But local stuff is is is, is the master. It's right? kind of what I strongly prefer to talk about. Well, because we don't know anything about this. <laughs> we don't know anything about. And, this, and by yeah. the way, I, I hate just just to be because we, we we love you guys and you guys are, are are part of the family here. You understand we can't do TV over the radio. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not going to give you a play-by-play. And I yeah. think, you know, you can have this video on like we do while, while we're talking. And you certainly can call us as well. Um, and later in the hours, we'll, we'll get more of a sense, right? Um, Maybe. But the local issues, mm-hmm. we really, WBSM, uh, I, uh, no. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call it like I see it. WBSM, great job on the on the city council issues last night, Marcus. You had councils calling in. Yeah. You had Adam Bass, who released the Bass. He was down there. He's got a great story today. He what did a do great you job. think about the bridge, Marcus? Explain. Can you you can do a pretty good job setting this yeah, up? Yeah. You know what? Can I do that? But I feel like. What do you want to do? 
I feel like it's gonna it's gonna take me a second to, yes. to, to, to build that. Let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break and then we can we can talk about the bridge stuff because I I've got a lot to say. Any. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Scott Lang will be joining us in just a minute. 508 996 0500 is how you can get on the program. Good evening. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yours. Hey, I'm, I don't know if this is the elephant in the room, but, you know, when I first heard this thing about this, this young guy getting, you know, killed, right. you, are, you honestly expected when they released the mugshots of all of the people were going to be white. You know the the cops, and then they weren't right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and it's and it's like no one's even talking about it. I, when they were talking about George Floyd, it was all about this, you know, uh, white allyship, white America, white. You know, of everything about the evil white man killing the guy. And it, now it's like it just turns out that it's like this, so, maybe a power complex that's uh, that's to blame here. That yeah, I, to I, do I, with you know. I, I, I think, think you're right. I think that's I think that's you correct. Know? It's the yeah. it's the institution. So so, just briefly again, we're, we're just watching this as you folks are. Uh, Marcus pointed out to me quickly on the, you know we're looking at it, and one of the guys appears to have gotten pepper sprayed. One of the police officers, either by his on his own accord or one of the other cops, did it to him accidentally. And it, you can you know that hurts. I've had it done, and um, in training and. Um, and by a friend accidentally, actually, too. It's real. It's infuriating, particularly in that environment. So you can see where the cop is already angry. He's angry. Yeah. It's it's incumbent upon the other police to calm each other down. You know, I we I don't know if you played sports, but we all played sports. I was in a fraternity. I was in the army. I understand group mentality. I understand the male ego. I understand it. Um, you've got to calm each other down. You're in a unit together for a reason. To work together, not to work together to kill people. Uh, right. You well, know? Yeah. And that and that's the thing is like, you know, hopefully we can get one day get beyond all this, you know, you're white, you're black, you're this, you're that. And the right. other thing is like the, the media is always trying to put you in a box, you know, and it's like, hey, there's jerks all over the place. Yes. No matter what color you are, you know, and it's it's in. I don't know if this is going to, you know, any going to change anything, but probably not. But this is just kind of an example of, hey, you know, there's. There's jerks everywhere, you know, so, no matter what color. Yeah, so it just, it just... The only reform is going to come from within police departments, not yeah. from yep. legislatures. Legislators can guide. Uh, that's their job. And they can certainly lay down harsher punishments if necessary. But the only reform is going to come when police, and it, it's mostly the case already, police have a proper culture within their department. If your department does not have the right culture, things like this happen. Well, you see in the Minneapolis Police Department how rotten that culture was, right? right? Um, right. Uh, Ferguson, too, same thing. Uh, the DOJ did an investigation of them. Frankly, New York NYPD is probably one of the more rotten cultures, uh, Chicago PD. Um, so in these major metro areas, there's there's definitely a lot of, um, a lot of uh, you know, and I think, reckoning. in the end, reckoning. you got to think, does it have anything to do with race, or are they just I don't think so. I, th- you know? I think it's jerks. I think it's co- <laughs> jerk is, is too light of a word. Well, I think, exactly. I, I think, I I, but I think I the jerks. I think the the yeah. the jerk the 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 when when they're when uh, when bad officers are being jerks, it tends to statistically uh, oh, disproportionately yeah. impact no one yeah. one yeah. one 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 popu one population over the other. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 
so so it's a it's a big problem and the um as an example um you you're never gonna reform from without okay you can you again guide you can guide but it is the culture of the department if the police department is committed to protecting each other and i'm not talking about People do make mistakes. This isn't a mistake. Um, I'll, I'll give you one very good example, and we're going to join, Scott Lang's going to join us here in a moment. The fact, when I heard them using the word scorpion, I didn't even understand it. I now understand that unit of police is called the scorpion unit. The, 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 the black female chief of police named the unit herself. Yeah. When you name something like a street gang, don't be surprised when they act like a street gang. I yeah, mean, I didn't see the, the video yet. Or I don't see. I didn't know any. The of name yet. of the yeah. unit is the yeah. Scorpion Unit, and it's got some long, drawn-out metaphor that took him yeah. hours, probably, um, for which he got comp time um, to come right. up with. But, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you name a unit, a violent animal after a violent insect. Don't be surprised when they act like violent insects. Yeah. I mean, and in the end, though, there's there's good cops, there's bad. Of cops, course, there's there are good doctors, there's bad doctors, there's good and bad. Well, 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 well they're really everybody. yeah, you but the, I mean? but when there's good yeah. cops and bad cops and good doctors and bad doctors, yeah. um, the consequences are pretty dire. So it's not yeah, something that like it's not yeah. it's not something that can really be kind of casually explained away in that type of there's in that type of way. Everywhere though, yeah, of every group of people, there are a group of bad people. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to condemn all the police officers. No, you no, can't. No, no, you can't. You can't. I, I agree. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. No, that, 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 and I, I, mean, I, I hope that that's coming through in my argument. Look, yeah. when I, it's it's not identical, but it's close. My fraternity, my college fraternity, we had a code of conduct. I mean, you wouldn't have believed it, but we really did. And I can remember going through the pledge process. Guys who just weren't right, we got rid of them because we didn't want them part of our house. Because um, I didn't want to be, because I was responsible for my brother's activities, right? And guys who can't follow the rules as loose as they are, people who cannot be trusted with the responsibility, you don't want people around you. You know, I've had friends of mine who've done time. There are guys who they can't live with on the, on the, on the cell floor. On the cell block, they go. That guy's got to go. We don't want him here, yeah. right? So if the inmates can do it, police ought to be able to do it. Yeah, um, agreed. Right, but now there's a dead guy because of it. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Thank yep. you, Scott. Welcome back. Our first guest. Thanks very much, Chris. I'm Marcus. Oh Ray. yeah. Happy to be here, and uh, you probably the people on out on the radio are probably wondering. Did I change my glasses? I didn't. <laughs> you know, the two of you looked at me like, what's the story? <laughs> but I did not change my glasses. These are, these are my... Uh, he dyed his hair. So I dyed my hair jet black, and I'm wearing a very modern, almost like a... Uh, what's that guy's name? Jeff Goldberg type of ga- glass? Is that his name? It, they're very nice glasses. Yeah. Jeff um, Goldblum? Goldblum, right. Yes, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah, well, I'm... Best, on probably best media, known. I know it's Jeff Goldblum. That's right. <laughs> probably um, best known for his role in Jurassic Park. Exactly. Life finds a way was exactly. his famous line. So the, no, the reason I have these glasses on, though, and I'm, I'm glad you asked me, was because uh, <laughs> I couldn't find my other glasses. Well, that's a good so answer. These are sunglasses, right? So it. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to be back. I mean, no, no one's sat in this chair since I was here last night. No, no nobody. We we, we 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 tape it off with police tape. I appreciate yeah. that. And we, no one's used it. Obviously, no one's used. We, we haven't had. No had one's used we, we haven't had a single guest. Don't, don't worry about that microphone either. No, I've no. actually been monologuing for about a month straight because we haven't had a single guest. <laughs> so it was funny. Within a within a short period of time, I think I was uh, here in a three week span, maybe t- two or three times, right yes. before Christmas. 
and uh, you grew accustomed to my face. I we think. did. Right. We did. And then uh, blank, zero, crickets. Nothing. I would turn on the radio each night and realize you guys didn't have a show. <laughs> so, obviously, <laughs> thank you very much for having me back. Now, it's a terrible night to be back because there's all kinds of hell breaking loose. I will say one thing, though. At some point, at some point, the tide is going to turn regarding these police abuse and these police homicide type cases. <laughs> and it's because of the good police. Right. That's why it's going to turn. And it's also going to turn just as the many things have turned since the advent of film and then TV right. and then the Internet, because the public can see it. OK, the, the worst thing that ever happened uh, to Lyndon Johnson was the the media going to Vietnam right. on a regular basis with cameras and showing what was happening. And while someone stood up at the White House, whatever, and said it was a great week for us and they were showing all the young men right maimed killed the body bags people saw it and said we need to change something right now i've thought that with uh mass shootings i've thought that i've thought at some point someone's just going to see it and say that's it we got to figure this one out right. and hopefully that's going to happen but when it comes to uh, police who represent you and i right marcus who are the imprimata for why you have government to yes. keep people safe. Yes. It's going to be a, there's going to be a turning point. The police themselves are going to say, we can never tolerate this again. The most important thing that I give a police officer is the trust, the fiduciary responsibility of protecting the citizens, the good or the bad. And the right Whoever to they use are. force against the another right, human. The right to use force right. if only what right. what's necessary yes. and only if necessary. Correct. This is a, uh, I think you summed it up the best as I was coming over here. Uh, this is a street murder. Right. And, a street, and it has to be treated as a street murder. Absolutely. And we need the police officers in this country to stand up and say, that's it. We're done. We can't. I don't want to associate myself, if I'm a police officer, with someone who has a callous disregard of their responsibilities, right. of, their, of their position in government, of government itself, and of our fellow citizens. Simple as that. And, and look, and, and it's, every case is different, obviously. Um, I don't have to tell that to you two attorneys. You know that every case, no matter how much it looks alike, is different. Um, there are very tragic cases where they think someone's got a gun. They, someone does have a gun. Uh, it's a toy gun. And, and the police instantaneously act. You understand it. I do. It's not, you, you feel terrible, but that happens. This is not the case. No. It appears that. They gained, re they regained control of this young man, and then they continued to beat him to death. I mean, when you think about how much and how long it takes to beat someone to death, um, it's not an instantaneous. They drew the gun. And again, like I said, you saw the guns come out pretty quick in this, but he didn't have a gun. They didn't shoot him. Um, that does happen. When we give a police officer a gun, we hope to God it's always the right decision if he pulls the trigger. But we recognize... It mis that things happen. I mean, it's when they get the gun, things do happen. That's not the case here. There's no, there's no error here. They did it on purpose. Now, this, this is a perversion of, of everything that uh, we allegedly stand for right. as a country right. and as Memphis PD stood for. Let me, let me just say one last thing, though. That's, I think that's important. Uh, I spent my entire time in, 
in public life and also as an assistant DA defending uh, the police whenever I believe that the police should be defended. And, and the way I always gauge that was you take an oath, you take an oath to obey the Constitution, provide people with their constitutional rights. Right. But I always tell police officers, don't let your guard down. Right. And I don't, you are not sworn in uh, to end up uh, being carried Absolutely. Uh, by pallbearers, okay? Right. I want you to do everything you can to protect the community, protect yourself. Uh, think of, you know, think of your role in society. But again, if you, I mean, I, I don't have, uh, you can never second guess, but I, I never have any kind of uh, 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 doubt if a police officer encounters someone with a gun right. that's pointed at a gun or another citizen, they do whatever they have to do. They're trained to protect told, the people, we hide right? Them for. right? If someone comes at you with a knife, okay, you that's a whole different story. Your right. life is now, a police officer's life is in danger. Right. You don't take the oath to say, I will do everything I can, including getting killed. Exactly. Before exactly. I react on behalf of society, right? Uh, this case, though, is a blatant disregard of every oath that they ever took, and and society. Uh, these individuals need to be, uh, you know, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Sounds like prayers, thoughts, and prayers. Yeah, right. Okay, it does. The federal government has to get involved in this, make a decision as to what are we going to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, a, a place like Tennessee, I don't know where they stand on the death penalty. I it's have a death no penalty idea. state. All yeah. right, so. It seems to me this is a difficult, difficult case to argue when you see this tape right. that the fullest extent of the law and punishment of the law should not be considered in this case. Right? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And the other thing is prosecuted plenty of kids. Kid goes into the 7-Eleven, robs a 7-Eleven. Kid sitting in the front seat of the car, kid driving. The kid gets in the back. All three just robbed a 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. Okay, very difficult for the kid in the front seat to say, although it happens on occasion. I had no idea. I was reading for tomorrow's test. These right. guys pulled in the 7-Eleven. They said I was, they were getting a Coca-Cola right. for me. Next thing I know, we're driving away at 90 miles an hour. Right. And he's saying to me, here, have, have a uh, free milk away, right? Right, right. Um, but th this is so disturbing. I, I think the tide has got to turn. The tide has got to turn. The idea that this is, th this is not a movie. This is no. a documentary. Right. And it's got to turn because people see it and say, that's it. I won't do it again. Um, before we shift off this, um, I do think that locally, um, and Scott, you represent a lot of police officers and firefighters unions. And, and, was, the, and was the titular head of the police right. uh, force in the city of New Bedford. Right. So, um, in fact, for those of you who don't know, the first, how I met Scott was when you represented the Freetown Police and Fire. Correct. We did a couple of contracts together. Right. And we damn near got killed together one time. True. <laughs> <laughs> we really almost anyway. <laughs> so, how many people could tell a Scott Lang story like that? that? Maybe that's a movie, right? <laughs> it was a damn scary day. But um, anyway, but so I stand with the police. I, I know you. I, do. I believe in the I. police, yep. and I believe in the concept that society comes together to protect themselves, right? And part of that is not you and I getting up at three thirty in the morning, <laughs> but police police officers being out there to respond immediately. And I've seen right. them respond. 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the most heroic ways. But and every once in a while, there's a police officer that shouldn't be one. Right. And in New Bedford, we try and make sure that that is resolved. So the only way that can be resolved, generally speaking, is when the other guys in the department smoke about. Oh, that right? happens all day long. I know. This happens throughout my career. Yep. That the, the way, it's not self-policing. It's that people say, 
this is not what the job's about. Right. This is this is not what I signed up for. I can't I I can't say you broke the law, Chris, and then look at my partner and say, but if my partner breaks the law, I'm not going to say anything. Right. It doesn't work that way. When the George Floyd protests were happening in New Bedford, happening everywhere, right? 26 million people, I think they estimated, had uh, had had demonstrated uh, some type of protests. George uh, had a after, lot of friends after George Floyd. Um, what well, I was the the New Bedford one. Uh, one of the uh, state troopers, a uh, state trooper I knew, um, had was just I was talking to him. Uh, um, you know, while everything was going on, and he said, you know, I really hope. Everybody here knows that we are just as horrified and disgusted mm -hmm. as everybody else is. I think that's an important thing to 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 talk about. And I think a lot of them did join in and sort of demonstrate uh, along with the, uh, the the protesters as well. So I think that was it was, it was but, important. The, but the that's important theater. Thing is that's those, theater. The important part is that they smoke out the guys on their. Oh, I agree. Right. I agree. But, yeah. but also the, the the important thing I think that Marcus just brought up is. You got to get away from the noise. He was able to talk to someone right. who told him exactly yeah. how he felt. Right. You got if if you get everyone together and there's constant noise, you don't get the opinion of anyone. So we, because because this is in Memphis and we've got a lot of important things going on right here. Um, Marcus, we, we we're going to segue into the to the to the discussion of the bridge, and a lot of the discussions that we have. I know, you know it seems I, I, I'm, you know, Chris. I, I think we're good at our jobs, but that's that's a uh, that's quite a that's quite a pivot. Dude, I, <laughs> but we have the mayor here, and the mayor, can the former explain, the former and the future for, mayor, the form, former mayor of the city. Future he, mayor. He has a lot of insight to, to the, how these big projects work. Um, how the the timelines, things like that. I think we can get mm -hmm. some real insight tonight to not well, only to that issue, but other issues. Well, so we got we got some breaks. Let's take one of yeah. them now, and Absolutely. then we can we can get on that after. Fourteen twenty WBSM is now also on ninety nine point five FM. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash PACT. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. You've spent all day hearing about the news. Now's your chance to react to it. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Call Chris and Marcus now at 508-996-0500. Or send a text via app chat on the WBSM app. Now, back to South Coast tonight. I'm back. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. All right, so we have former mayor, Marcus, and future mayor, Scott Lang. <laughs> hope Gig's not listening. Me thinks you protest too much. <laughs> right? No, um, so, so um, talk about the MBTA bridge. Yeah, MBTA talk about how that stuff works as best you can, Scott. 
So the way it works, in essence, is... Well, it's just a uh, little bit closer to the microphone. Sure, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, the way this works is it's a... Uh, I kind of get it because you got like this very casual vibe and you're just trying to lean back and kind of tell a story like a fireside chat We should get him a headset. We, we uh, what? A headset. Oh, a headset. That'd be perfect. Yeah. A little bit of a Hal Holbrook type look. Is that what you're saying, fellas? <laughs> as Mark Twain or not as Mark Twain? Well, you, your call. Your right. call. Well, let's do an as Mark Twain, all right? Well, that thing. All right, let's do a not Actually, as Actually, I'm Mark looking Twain. at you. You could play. You could do. We'll get you a white suit. You could play Mark Twain. You could really play Mark Twain. A one-man show, you're saying? Yes, I've seen him. At at the your theater, not the Zyterian, or you think you'd fill the Zyterian? Can I can I ask you a question? I'd say yes. city. I'd say town hall for Haven. Right. But you, you sounded like you were about to do a Mark Twain voice. Is there any medium available in which you can hear Mark Twain's voice? I believe so. I yes. believe oh, so. Okay. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. It's not true. what you thought either. Yeah, really. It's not. It's not as masculine as it should what be. What I what I want to say is uh, thanks Good. for bringing that up for one minute because the kids out there should know this. There are photos, uh, genuine photos of uh, Lincoln. There's general photos, yes. general photos of Edison, the, including the, Edison speaking. Derogatype photos, right? Yes. yes. Well, also, but once you get to Edison, the photos are becoming much more clear. Mm -hmm. Then there's also uh, recordings of Edison. There's recordings of Twain. Uh, there's recordings of of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. So 120 years. Yeah, Roosevelt described a really high voice. Oh yeah, we had we yes, had recordings going on. I remember hearing his voice. I'm like, no, it's odd. Yeah, I mean, just look at the guy, and he was it is, it just his history. You know, he had a but, bullet in his chest for God's sake. I know. And continued to campaign, and that, yes, and he yes. got that bullet in Milwaukee. Yes, and kept campaigning when yes. he was on which the is not your sticking. first brush with a with a presidential assassin. No. No, it's not. You were at Bremer's apartment, weren't you? No, I was not. No, but Artie Artie Bremer, who was uh, uh, for those uh, not following this, where was the uh, assailant regarding uh, George Wallace? Who know, won the Massachusetts Democrat primary, by the way? Yes, and, and also won the Wisconsin. George Democratic Wallace. Primary. George Wallace was a uh, noted segregationist. For people who don't know, he was the governor of Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, I was going to say Georgia, but it's Alabama. And yeah, he ran but on a, in '68. Governor of yeah. Well, he, Wallace Madison actually Georgia. showed up beginning in '64, '68, '72. Mm -hmm. Was shot then by Artie in Bremer '72 by Artie Bremer. But What's your role there? I'm, I'm wrong about that. He was shot. I, I, he was, was shot, he shot in 72. 72 yeah, at, in Laurel, uh, Maryland. I was, uh, I was out in Milwaukee at the time. Um, Did you go to his apartment? No, no. His, the, the news went to his apartment. And the, uh, I was watching uh, the 6 o'clock news. I was at Marquette at the time. I was right. in an apartment on... Joe McCarthy's ultimate alma uh, uh, mater. Yeah, and well, Scott Lang. Joe, Joe McCarthy, Scott Lang, college brothers. So <laughs> what happened What happened was uh, most of the things you hear on this show... Just, just walked right through that one. Yeah, one yes. Most of the things you hear on the show, ladies and gentlemen, is is like uh, a novelette, okay? It is not It is not 100% accurate. So what I was going to say, though, is that we were watching the like news. That. and uh, Novelette. The reporter comes on, and he and you know how they do the tease, right? And he says, um, you know, tomorrow the weather's going to be, it's May, so the weather's going to be like 31 degrees, and uh, tomorrow we may see some snow, right? And this is Milwaukee, and that was the weather at the time. Now in May, the weather's 85 degrees, and it's sunny, right? And you go, right. what happened? But, I got pizza girls, yeah. <laughs> all right. But, so but, continue with the novel. Right. But what happened is... Uh, 
they, they, they announced this like it was the number one story in Milwaukee, not nationally, because the assassin was from Milwaukee, Artie Bremer. And uh, they went and interviewed his mother. And his mother came to a screen door and opened the door. She didn't really know anything about it. I mean, sure. they were breaking a tour, and she was... She wasn't on Twitter? Totally, no, she was <laughs> totally, totally uh, uh, confused, devastated. Ambushed. Didn't know what to say. Ambushed as, as anything has ever, as ever been said about how the news will put a mic in your face. And uh, as she started to talk... Fortunately, the dog that her pet dog, like a German Shepherd, whenever she would start to speak, the German Shepherd would bark louder than her. So the so the the greatest thing was the interview was. So how do you feel? You know, it's just been disclosed that your son has you know been involved in this terrible situation, and the dog the dog would bark louder than her. And they but they went on for five minutes you got this it. interview, right? You're never going to get to the mother again after this. No, no. Right. Well, and, and thank God that someone came to the house and said, we're not, you know, this is not something we're going to talk about. This right. is a tremendous tragedy. Um, no matter who it is, you know, if right. you have violence, it's a tremendous tragedy. So um, that's, what I, that's what I can tell you about Artie Bremer and Milwaukee. And I, I believe... I'm sorry I segued this, but I knew you would enjoy it. I don't know. Well, it's, you know, the funny thing is that it's almost a... Uh, Forrest Gump type of uh, situation here, right? Yes. Because any of these little historic events, at one point or another, uh, I, I witnessed. No, so you much, and right? Bob Schilling are the two friends of mine who most are almost like, not who are very much like Forrest Gump. You and Bob Schilling, if you know Bob, for, uh, you know, who uh, serves on some boards. I, I agree with that, by the way. I know Bob right? well. Yeah. yeah. Great, great guy. Yeah. Great guy, right? He's uh, at Woodstock. His daughter did a terrific job opening up the... Readathon, the Moby Dick Readathon, fantastic. Uh, three weeks ago, right? She's great. And, yeah, and and the the attendance, by the way, the first time back from the from the uh, pandemic was larger than it's ever been. Right. So I remember. So I met met her at her dad's wedding, his second marriage, and um, in New Bedford, and um, Billy Walsh and I both remarked, "Boy, she's so nice." And we're talking. She's laughing at our jokes, said everything, and we're talking about her, saying, "Boy, Taylor Schilling, what a nice girl," and really, she down to earth and. I, then I, it occurred to me, well, she's a trained actress. <laughs> I mean, there's no way she really was putting up with me and Billy Walsh it, it, so pleasantly. And I'm sure she was briefed about the both. She was. She probably thought right? these two vile idiots, right? <laughs> okay. she, I don't think she's come back to the city since. But anyway, speaking of the city, Marcus, we have a bridge. We yeah. might have a bridge. So I thought that would be good for the 8 o'clock hour, and I think we did a great job sort of filibustering the conversation until then. we got to take one more break, and then we'll finish out the hour. And uh, we'll, we'll start that conversation. Sounds good. If you want to hear everything. And we're back. We're back. We're wrapping up the first hour. Second hour, we're going to talk about the MBTA pedestrian bridge. I think that was a really important discussion last night in the city council. And by the way, it's much more interesting than the sound. <sighs> it is. <It's laughs> it really is. Yeah, There's a lot of it? political intrigue. And, and we have a former mayor, Scott. I know Ryan the word here. pedestrian's literally in it, but right, it is right, it right. is actually a really interesting discussion. But it'll be um, very interesting, and Scott's going to be able to give you all some insight. You'll be the smartest person at the breakfast table, table tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Almost we're at the breakfast table. Well, that's all. And you'll be the, the second smartest person. But other than that, <laughs> Scott, where do you like to go for breakfast? I I think that uh, right over here in the plaza, Scrambler. Scrambler's is great. Yep. Any yeah. any Phoenix is great. Phoenix is great. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think that uh, the village over on Route 6 is very good. Yes. Uh, any Put it this way. Any place where people gather and get a cup of coffee, some sort of bread, pancakes, uh, scrambled eggs, whatever it is, how can you go wrong, right? Um, I'm going to ask you guys a question. How much longer do we have? Like 10 seconds. Do you ever share a dessert after lunch with another guy? I try not to. <laughs> if, if, 